Welcome to OTR, A Friendly Debate. A podcast where lawyers debate topics ranging from pop culture to philosophy and everything in between. Today, though, we have some special guests on the show who are going to tell us a little bit more about some spooky stories that they've encountered. We have multiple people that have spooky stories. Multiple stories, yeah. multiple spooks. Because ghosts are real. Okay. Is this exclusively ghosts, then? I think so. Okay. Let's hope there's some aliens. Uh, and if not, I have one, so maybe I'll share that. Okay. All right. Do, I mean, who are we bringing? We've got Ash, uh, we've got Andy, and we'll have a phone call from Ryan um, sharing spooky stories. Friends of the pod. Yeah. I think they'll listen. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, hopefully they do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, after this, they better. <laughs> uh, anyway, who's up first? Uh, well, first, uh, we have a friend of the pod, Ash, with some criticisms of the uh, my, my performance in the first debate we had. Ash, you, you mean Ash you are perfect? Should. <laughs> perfect. You me, should criticize. Well, it's how we get better. disagree. <laughs> Boo, bitch! <laughs> Where the hell did you come, you come from? from? <laughs> I reacted before she even said boo. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ash, uh, I, this is how this all kind of came about. Was uh, The first episode we ever recorded was the original Aliens vs. Ghosts. And <laughs> I took a certain attack uh, that I think you didn't agree with, right? Yeah, I mean, I love ghosts. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a strong argument... Four ghosts, and it was just not there. Just very weak. <laughs> it's probably because he didn't argue four ghosts. He just said they're both bullshit. Yeah, which is bullshit. <laughs> so it's just like it was a deontological <laughs> argument. He's saying there is at least as much evidence for ghosts as aliens. Yeah, which yeah. that's a cop out. I agree. It's a very big cop out. <laughs> all right, that's all right. why there's an appeal. True. <laughs> That's why but I'm still here. on your side, so... True. But would you agree... Like, so my, my, my premise... And not to dwell on this too much. But my premise <laughs> was that... Um, I, I, I don't think you can just say, like... Oh, aliens are real because that's based in science. Whereas ghosts aren't real because that's based in... Um, you know, faith or, like, some other kind of ethereal... Uh, less rigorously science-based kind of concept. And that was, like, the approach I was trying to take for it, but... Sure. But, as someone who's a bit witchy, mm-hmm. I feel like it's more in the realm of magic. And yeah. I think magic is just science that hasn't been explained yet. So mm. That's cool. Yeah. Any sufficiently advanced technology indistinguishable from magic. The old uh, Thor storyline yeah. in the MCU. <laughs> mm, that, I understand. <laughs> So tied to the MCU. <laughs> this is something I want to touch on in the full episode, but um, you talked about you know rigorous scientific uh, examination of these things, but I think it's interesting that hauntings can be repeated. Multiple mm-hmm. people can experience the same thing, um, and so in a way that like repetition of results location. is part of the scientific yes. method. Like if it happens multiple times, yeah. it's a greater indication that it might be the true explanation for what's going on. Whereas you know aliens, it's just some dude in a field or a house party getting drunk and thinking they see right. an owlbear. Those are the stories I want to hear about. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, as do you we'll have that some later. <laughs> encounters that you want to share with us? And, you know, what, what did you bring? Like, what did you... Sure. What did you want to talk about? I mean, I have 
quite a few ghost experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I truthfully used to be a non-believer. I thought it was absolute garbage. And my best friend of like a billion years at this point, uh, she always hardcore believed in ghosts and would try to convince me that they're real. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to hear it. So what changed? Yeah. So I actually lived with this friend our freshman year of college. And I worked in the cafeteria in our late night cafeteria option where it was open to like midnight. Mm -hmm. So come home late. My friend is already in bed and she's fast asleep. So I get ready, hop into bed, and I feel like something is wrong. And I'm convinced that I left the door unlocked and someone was like in our room and I, yeah, it was scary because you know, it's, Mm, it was a co-ed dorm and it was scary. So I, I just kind of was sitting in this feeling trying to figure out, you know, there's been no amount of time where I would have missed someone coming in or out. So why do I feel this way? So I kind of roll over in my bed. I had one of the high, like, raised beds she had a low bed and I look and it looks like she's squatting next to her bed just her long blonde hair flowing in the night (laughs) except she was sleeping still Mm -hmm. and it was someone next to her just squatting next to her and so I sat up and I said what are you doing here and she just evaporated So then I am like scrambling to reach for the light next to my bed to try and turn it on and gather myself because that was weird. And um, there's like three coats, like heavy winter coats on the back of my friend's desk chair. And a hand came out and pushed them out of the way. And I saw the hand and I saw three heavy winter jackets move. So I, at that point, jumped out of my bed, which almost hurt myself, and scrambled to turn on... One of those loft on. situations. That's like a six-foot drop. Instead of yeah. <laughs> and so I, like, scrambled to turn on all the lights, and I'm just, like, touching everything in the room to make sure that I'm, like, there, <laughs> not dreaming. Mm-hmm. And my friend wakes up and goes, what is happening? Why are you standing up, standing over me? And I tell her the whole story, and she goes, yep, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. That was my first. What was the sense she made out of it? Is this something that happened to her before? No, she just said that makes sense. Like you need to just relax and go to bed. (laughs) Didn't really question it. Is there twin like staying over that night or something? Like no, no twin. Mm. Nope. That would have explained it. It would have, but darn. (laughs) He's so bad. That's material. (laughs) So did it happen again? Uh, anytime freshman year or later? So Similar experience? Still within college. Um, I was actually back home at my parents' house. And I was alone for the night for whatever reason. Everyone was out of the house. Um, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm whatever. Hanging out alone. And our dog decided that she was going to stay downstairs <laughs> instead of coming up where she usually sleeps. Um, and I didn't think twice about it, but I went to bed and could not fall asleep. And all of a sudden something felt weird again. And I rolled over in my bed and I looked next to me and there was a blonde woman 
and then she started floating next to me. Whoa. Another blonde. Another blonde. <laughs> and then... Weird. Yeah, it, it. I freaked out, so I ran downstairs and grabbed my dog and slept on the main floor on the couch because mm. could not go back up to my room. Mm. Um, and then not very long after that, I was back home again, and um, again, weird feeling, something's off, roll over to the same side of my bed, and in the corner next to my lamp, there was a tall, like, unusually tall, hooded figure standing next to my bed. (laughs) And I sat up, and I screamed, what are you doing in my room? Mm -hmm. Who are you? And all they did was stick out their hand. I'm convinced he was trying to tell me, I'm Handman. (laughs) (laughs) I pushed the coats. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) So I got up and ran and sprinted into my parents' room and said, there's someone in my bedroom. Bless my dad. He ran in there and tried to fight whatever was in Mm. there and then came back and said, there's absolutely nothing as I'm hyperventilating on the bathroom floor, and my mom and dad just laughed at me. (laughs) They're (laughs) non-believers. So is this the only experience you've had at your parents' house, or is their house kind of haunted? I don't think their place is haunted. Um, It's just you that's haunted. I think it's just me. (laughs) But my brother did experience a hooded figure on the same wall in the same corner on the like for our rooms that we shared like mm, his yeah. room and my room had a wall that connected yeah, and so jack and jill situation yeah, yeah and it was that same corner but like in his room <laughs> are we sure it was just it wasn't just like hand man that was like rummaging through the house and went through your room first and then went to your brothers while while your parents were looking in your room and then he ducks out before they i mean find them? maybe no? if you know it wasn't did totally you see his face no Totally, like... But he was he was looking in your direction, though, when he stuck out his hand? Yeah, could not see facial features oh. or anything. It was Hence just... the hood. Yes. Like, so, like, folding over his face, though? Yeah, I mean... So I could put this yeah. on, you'll see my face. <laughs> right. No, it was, like, shadowed. Imagine you studio lights in your bedroom. I mean, you know... No, but it was, like, shadowed, so, like, it was, like, mm. a deep abyss of nothingness. Just <laughs> darkness. Was I'm sorry, was this the one time that you were, like... <clears throat> Or, like, in bed when it happened? Or, like, I mean, I guess you were in bed the first time, too, right? I was in bed every time. I'd never been asleep when these happened. Like, you've never had, like, sleep paralysis, right? No. No, no sleep paralysis, which I would have thought a good explanation for the hooded man, hand man. Um, Except (laughs) for the fact that I sprinted out of my room and Mm -hmm. had full control over my body. So That's always been like my explanation for ghosts and aliens, actually. Like alien abductions, sleep paralysis, for the most part. You (laughs) can kind of explain a lot of it through that because I've... I've had sleep paralysis, and it's the scariest thing in the world. Like, oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, uh, like you describing waking up and seeing someone down there. I, I've been asleep and felt first mm-hmm. that there was someone right next to my bed, and then, like, saw a shadow right next to my bed, which was terrifying. It's like there's someone standing right over you while you're sleeping. It's, like, so scary, but I, I woke up, so. <laughs> so clean. Right. You know, I was awake the whole time. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's terrifying. So, you know, you said your first experience was freshman year in college, right? Yeah. 
this experience at your parents' house sometime later. When do you think you became a believer in sort of the supernatural? Immediately after that first time. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I, the, if, if it wasn't for the hands pushing the coats, I probably would have explained it away and thought like, oh, I'm just delusional because I was at work late. Um, right. How did you see the hand? Like, where, like you didn't see the rest of the body, you just saw a hand? No, so the way our desks were, it was, like, very old school. We lived in one of the oldest um, dorms on campus. Mm-hmm. So there were just huge blocks of wood, basically, and the chairs were huge blocks of wood as well. And her mm-hmm. chair was pushed as much as it could be into the desk. Mm-hmm. So it looked like there was someone underneath, underneath the it. chair, and all I could see was the hand pushing the coats out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's some real stuff. The the, man, the uh, interaction with the material, right? Yeah. Not just yeah. the vision. Yeah. yeah. So have you had, I assume you've had more than just two experiences to reaffirm that belief. Is there anything else you want to share? Yeah. Um, again, in that freshman year dorm, same bestie roommate, um, this was the middle of the day. So this was like, I was wide awake. I was actually daytime spooks. Daytime spooks. Um, I was actually doing some work, uh, at my desk. My friend was again <clears throat> sleeping, bless her heart. Um, she was just laying there and out of nowhere, her little tiny coffee pot, it was like an espresso sized coffee pot shot out into the middle of the room and fell square in the center of our floor. Jeez. And she sits up directly in her bed and goes, Grandpa, I don't want coffee. <laughs> as, as I <laughs> am just staring at her, like, absolutely not. <laughs> her grandfather had just passed away recently, oh, no. and she had brought his coat back with her to our dorm. And Again it, with the coat. Was it one of those coats that got pushed over? No, it was a different coat. Okay. This was later. Oh, um, was, yeah. yeah, so... I. Yeah, that one. That one was very Same creepy. Though, right? yeah. So, what did Same she say roommate. was going on with her? Well, she. I mean, at that point, she felt like it was definitely her grandpa trying to mm. communicate mm-hmm. with her. Like after he had passed, it was very close in time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I didn't question it. I didn't want to question it. It made her feel better, and so right. I was like, whatever it was, I definitely saw that coffee pot shoot out into the middle of our room like violently like Like fast 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 and like directly in the center of our floor not like it you know it was on top of a fridge so i can understand people might think oh like it it, yeah the whatever the fridge was shaking and it fell over Mm -hmm. but it was far away from the fridge so i could not explain it i saw it with my eyes just aggressively shoot out (laughs) and that's the that's the thing i think that makes this uh, even more convincing, though, is that sure your roommate was maybe going through grieving mm-hmm. in a stressful period of her life, and that may have you know predisposed predisposed her to like think or feel something out of the ordinary. Right. But here you are, like kind of disconnected from that trauma, and still seeing the other side of it. Yeah. So you have two people seeing the same thing. Um, you know, when was the last time you know an alien happened like that? I haven't <laughs> heard any alien stories. <laughs> I'll get to it. I'll get to him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but this this friend of mine is basically, she's been my main connection to ghosts. I've had other experiences without her, mm-hmm. but she also works in the funeral industry. 
And mm. when she was in school, she had to live <clears throat> over a funeral home. So mm. I stayed there a couple times and mm. absolutely had experiences there. Nothing of like note. Once I thought I felt like several people walking around where I was sleeping, just hanging out, like not even acknowledging me. Um, but yeah, just a lot of stuff with that one friend. Would you say that uh, the funeral industry as a whole is very spooky? Yes. Are there yeah. a lot of like spooky inclined people in the funeral industry? Yeah, I would think so. Um, most of the people that I've met that she works with at least kind of have some sort of spooky vibes, except her husband. He's not very spooky, but he also <laughs> works at the same funeral company. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So but, you think that most of them believe like something yeah. supernatural? Or, yeah. I think so. I mean, I feel like to some degree, you kind of have to if you're going to work mm -hmm. in the funeral industry. I mean, what you believe might differ, but you got to believe mm -hmm. there's Some something. Kind of life after death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask, um, what, am I coming through? Yeah. Um, why? So, you know, you said you were skeptical before, right? Um, but, like, why do you think particularly that they're visiting you or that you started having these experiences from your roommate who was... You know, you said very into that sort of thing, but uh, and believe that sort of thing. But mm -hmm. like, why do you, why do you think it suddenly happened that um, you started seeing these um, having these experiences? I I mean, I wish I knew. <laughs> I think yeah. I've always been a very both empathetic and empathic person. Mm -hmm. um, definitely feel, for lack of a better term, energies of people and the spaces around me like I've never really at least prior to that point I never really thought about it much it just kind of happened around me energies happened around me mm -hmm. um but I think a lot of times these experiences kind of get triggered by stress um and going to college is stressful of course, of course. <laughs> working like till midnight at the dining hall is stressful yeah. and then having to get up the next day and just actually go to class and learn stressful. So mm -hmm. I think it was maybe just the combination of the way I've always been and then just being thrust into one of the more stressful periods of my life. Yeah, if you'll grant us just a little bit more time, um, what's your most recent supernatural experience? Ooh, um, I mean, I haven't had quite as many like aggressive experiences, if that's Anything what you want to call it. Anything in law school. <laughs> that's what I want to know about. Yeah, You're talking about stressful. Yeah. We all went to law school together. Yes. So that, I mean, was there a ghost around me ever? Like, were we, were we going to school and like passing each other and then all of a sudden there's a guy behind me that I didn't know about? I, I don't think I see ghosts in that way. I don't think I have like this ability to just see spirits around i think it's just that when something needs to be made seen i'm if i'm there i'm prime to see it mm -hmm. um the conduit yes kind of, that idea. kind of um but yeah i actually i think law school was so stressful yeah. <laughs> that i had no experiences at that <laughs> point that's I just, when you didn't see them because you were just ignoring them. <laughs> I was just blocking it all out, just very focused on getting through that experience. 
Uh, since then, it's again been mostly like feeling and stuff like my current apartment. Um, I haven't specifically seen anything, but I've felt things in like my apartment. Um, I I truthfully have put up little uh, talismans on all of my doors and windows mm-hmm. to kind of keep good energy in and bad energy out. So I'm hoping. Yeah, I think ADT installed those. Yes. <laughs> you need them. Well, do you? Uh, so you know the. We'll talk to someone uh, eventually who shared, or will share um, experiences they said that weren't necessarily negative. I mean, would you characterize these as negative or just kind of neutral? Or, I mean, they they freaked you out in some way, right? Oh yeah. But were they like? Do you think they were vengeful or like harmful in some way? Or just well, the grandpa just wanted there. coffee, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, I know that's I mean, scary, he could be right? pretty pretty grumpy if he didn't have his coffee. But yeah, I mean, I think most of the time they're fairly neutral. But that first one, and then seeing what I believe to be are the same two ghosts again later. The, the hooded figure in the blonde. Woman. Yes, mm-hmm. the blonde woman feels like a good energy. She felt like she, like, was just there. She was not trying to scare me. She was just hanging out for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, The hooded figure felt malicious, for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. It felt aggressive. It felt like I was unsafe, especially that second time. Yeah. Um, Mm. So, I, I don't know. I like to think that maybe the blonde one's, like, some sort of protective energy for me mm-hmm. and she's trying to protect me against handman <laughs> <laughs> well what do you do you have any like idea or explanation of what handman is or why he what he was trying to do no i really <laughs> wish i knew honestly but it's just it it felt dark and yeah. then i haven't seen or heard from him since mm-hmm. so whatever it was apparently it had no more use for me. And I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did any of those experiences precede, say, a positive event or a negative event in your life? It was like a premonition, I guess, is <laughs> what I'm asking. Um, not in particular. Um, no link there? Yeah. It, you know, I don't watch scary movies at all. Really? At mm. all. I hate scary wow. movies. Um, I oh. don't really read or listen to anything that's like horror based (laughs) so it's not like i had any sort of you know preconceived notions it's just Mm -hmm. it it is what it is and i didn't necessarily have anything specific happen beforehand like i said at my parents house i was just there for a weekend it was like any other weekend i didn't come Mm -hmm. home for you know a funeral like my Mm -hmm. friend did or whatever the case was i just was home Mm -hmm. Was there anything that, like, because I know you said the first one was in college, mm-hmm. but, like, after that first one, did you ever think back to, like, when you were younger and were like, you know what, I think that could have been something. Did you ever think back and wonder, was that something that I... Um, Again, not I, really? I, I think it was more just, like, there's been times where I felt, like, weird energy, mm-hmm. and it's often at, like, that witchy hour, like, the 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. scary hour. Um, but I'd never seen anything or remembered seeing anything prior to that first experience. How does that, uh, Eminem song go, would you? 
<laughs> Mom's spaghetti? It's 3 a.m. in the morning. It's 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Put my key in the door. <laughs> Body's laying all over the floor. That's uh, it. So, I guess, you know, it started there. What else has happened? One kind of fun one, I guess, you could say. Um, this was, again, in college, but it was when I lived in a house. Um, I had three roommates. Um, two of them were up late and like down in our basement doing God knows what. Um, the other one was asleep in her room. I was going to bed in mine. And I had been laying there for a little bit, um, couldn't fall asleep. And I thought she had come into my room because I felt like someone was there and I mm-hmm. had to believe it was her. Um, so I kind of sat up a little bit. I was like, Sarah, is that you? And it was just this girl in a tutu. And she just stared at me and then backed up slowly and then made a hard turn and backed through the window into nothingness. Mm. It was... The weirdest one I've had, I think, for sure. Was it graceful? Did she... No, not really. <laughs> was it no kind of... Like... No, no dancing. Just okay. don't know why she a had a grace. tutu. But, yeah, it was... You said this weird... was a girl, like, younger? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't place her age exactly. I mean, not like a little girl. Mm-hmm. Like, young adult. Mm-hmm. Oh, not like a child. No, no. Mm. Again, why is she wearing a tutu? I don't know. <laughs> it was near Halloween, but hmm. it's spookiest day the of the year, no? Trick or treater <laughs> <laughs> in a college town. <laughs> <laughs> she was lost. <laughs> Unexplainable, though. You know? Yes. Nothing. Yeah. Well, again, uh, ominous or positive. Um, or not even discernible. So kind of, Neutral. It was yeah. just weird. It's like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Why are you in my room? Again, it was like close to 3 a.m. What is happening? Yeah. Obviously an amateur spirit. They don't have their act together. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't get it together. They weren't yeah. ready. They don't know what their message is. No. <laughs> it's <What>? dance. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really like kind of the whole spectrum of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so at this point, you said it started as a freshman in college. So this has been going on for a while. Yeah, definitely. Um, and was, so, oh, go ahead. I was just saying, now, do you like actively seek out experiences with uh, spirits or? Um, yes and no. Sometimes I feel like things are going to be negative and I will mm. avoid those things. I will never touch a Ouija board. Absolutely mm. not. Um, but. You know, I, I went to Salem, again, with that same best friend, mm-hmm. um, you know, tried to just see what we felt there. Actually, didn't really feel too much until we went to the memorial near um, the trees where the witches were hung, mm. uh, hanged, hanged. Yeah. Um, that, that felt weird. And it was raining and it hadn't rained the entire trip. So that felt very, mm. like... Um. Yeah, ominous, but also just very, like, poignant, you know? It fit. Yeah, it was heavy, but in a respectful way. Um, But it definitely felt like something. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I mean, I'm going to New Orleans this Halloween, and I plan on staying in a haunted hotel for a couple nights, so... The Dauphine, right? The Dauphine, yes. Um, You know, I I feel... What's the story there? It used to be a brothel. 
Um, and you know, they have like a whole page on their, their Mm -hmm. website that talks about the different experiences and there's all these ghost hunt shows that have been there. Um, Are they based on like murders there? I, you know, I don't even remember at this point, but I know a couple of the ladies who worked at the brothel are the main ghosts that were there. Mm. Um, A couple of soldiers from the civil war are known to be walking around. Um, So, I mean, I feel like if I do see something, I feel relatively safe, especially if it is one of the, uh, female ghosts mm-hmm. um they tend to be nicer to the lady guests mm-hmm. so <laughs> well uh after that trip if you have any experiences to share uh, we'd love to have you back on yeah, yeah absolutely well thanks so much for sharing your stories with us we really appreciate it hopefully it'll provoke some stimulating conversations in the comments and uh yeah until yeah. next time yeah thanks for having me thank you so much thanks so i think we can give uh front of the pod uh, Ryan, a call. Okay. What do you think? I think so. Okay. You want to hit that button? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to fast forward those. Hello? Hey, Ryan. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. How's it going? It's OTR. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. And yourself? What was that uh, last part? Sorry? <laughs> it's OTR calling. Excellent, excellent. How are you guys? We're good. Yeah, so I hear you have some uh, spooky stories for us. No, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, no, yeah, so or definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go with definitely. I'm Don't you speak Midwestern? <laughs> okay. Where, uh, is this something that just happened recently? Um, no, to be honest with you... I uh, really haven't had an experience in probably like three and a half years, or maybe like three years. But um, I had uh, like quite a, a few experiences at the condo that I live at right now, and then um, uh, like maybe one or two like bigger ones at uh, when I lived at my parents' house. Okay, right off the bat, like I like that you're using <laughs> like experiences. Like, that sounds spooky to yeah. me. <laughs> no, uh, I have to say, though, that everything that has ever, like, happened to me or anything like that has never been a bad, bad, something bad, too. Like, it's always been, like, maybe, like, stuff open, things turned on out of nowhere, uh, lights turned on, maybe things pushed off the walls, nothing broken. Uh, I take that back, like, one, <laughs> one like octopus statue was broken one oh, time, no. but that was about it but it wasn't like uh it wasn't anything bad oh, okay and like to be honest uh thanks to gorilla glue it's back on there i don't think <laughs> you guys are sponsored or anything sorry <laughs> well i was just asking for the ghost of a gorilla so. <laughs> <laughs> all right start at the beginning like when did like what's the first thing like where did it all start um uh, definitely. So the first time that it ever happened to me would have to be at my parents' house. Um, and I just remember, like, uh, waking up, like, just kind of in the middle of the night. And it, my I had a golden retriever. Uh, Bella was her, or I'm sorry, Bailey was her name. And uh, we were both sleeping on my bed. And uh, 
Like, I just woke up in the middle of the night and just felt like something kind of, like, not, like, not right, you know? Like, it Mm -hmm. just didn't feel, like, normal in my house, like, how it normally would feel myself. Like, waking up, like, kind of, like, goosebumps on you and all that stuff. Like, and it wasn't cold or anything like that, so I was just a little freaked out. Um, And uh, I couldn't go back to sleep right away, and I was just tossing and turning, and it... Then out of nowhere, at the edge of my bed, I like I swear that I could feel like something like sit at the edge of my bed, and uh, like even at that point, like my dog even like got up and like started growling, um, and uh, I like right away like jumped up, turned the lights on, nothing was there, could not go back to sleep, did not really ever have an experience like that ever again at my parents' house. That's got to be pretty bad for a golden to be growling at something. <laughs> no, surprised it didn't run away. Exactly. And it, it, it was a, it was a very, very, very creepy. It, but again, it, it was, like I said, like they, whoever or whatever it was, just sat at the end of, end of my bed. I don't know, like, <clears throat> what happened or anything like that, but I... Uh, that's really like the only thing that happened after that like I turned the lights on I laid back my bed I did not feel like anything was at the edge of my bed I checked underneath my covers of course you know like closet under my bed all that stuff (laughs) Bailey was even like kind of like searching around the room as well being like what what was going on and uh, both of us were kind of like just baffled really didn't go back to sleep that night but I never really had like an experience uh, at my parents' house until probably, like, maybe, like, three or four years uh, down the line. How old were you when that happened? Was this, like, were you a child? Or is this... Um, no. Not a child. I would want to say maybe, like, uh, older teens. Like, maybe, like, 17, 18. Like, older okay. high school. Yeah. Hmm. Now, had you been, like, reading scary <clears throat> books or watching scary movies around that time? Or... Um, Not to discredit the the experience that happened, but we're always kind of interested in co-founding things that are going on. No, no, I I completely understand uh, the question, and take no offense to it by any means. Um, I mean, I've always liked scary movies. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not really, like, that big of a... I I wouldn't, like, watch something, like, right before bed or anything like that. Um, I'm usually more of, like, a sitcom guy before bed but um Seinfeld and, uh, not really Seinfeld uh, uh, more like uh maybe like uh some friends or like don't say uh, the office maybe oh, like God. Uh, <laughs> I don't know back in that time maybe it was like some of the classics um uh, I'm not sure like Golden Girls stuff like that okay um, but, that's good so you yeah. had a nice relaxing evening with the Golden Girls and then all of a sudden you wake yeah. up to this experience. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Apparently B. Arthur at the end of my bed. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't the only time this has happened to you, right? No, Where you no. Had an experience? Um, uh, at, at my parents' house, uh, no. Like, uh, there was one other time that, like, I actually saw someone. Wow. Um, oh. in my par- at, at my parents' house. Like, in, uh... In my uh, sister's room. Hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? During the day, at night? When was this? 
Um, it was at night. Um, uh, it was uh, like I was uh, probably in bed watching TV, and just the way that like um, uh, my room was set up at that time, like my bed was kind of like uh, to the left of my bed or to the right of my bed was my door, and I could see like into the hallway that led to my bathroom and then my sister's room. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> um, uh, I did like this stretch where I would stretch, and I like kind of looked in the mirror. And in the mirror, I uh, saw, like, an older man, kind of smaller, um, had a hat on and, uh, like, kind of, like, an overcoat, dressed really nice and stuff like that. And uh, then, like, I swung around really quickly to, like, see, like, who the hell was in my sister's room. And no one was there. I got up. I looked around. At the time, I did not have a dog. Uh, so mm-hmm. the dog was not with me, but um, I got up, I went through my sister's room, kind of like looked all around to see if anyone was hiding in there, because I'm not joking, like it was like, it was very like plain as sight, like that there was a, someone in my sister's room and that like, I just, it was one of those things where I just needed to, I needed to check it out right away, so mm-hmm. I did oh. so, no one was there, and uh, um, uh, I like checked the bathroom, see if he ran to the bathroom, so like that. No, nothing. The kitchen that's connected right by my sister. There was nothing in the kitchen. None of the doors were open in my house, nor windows or anything like that. So did you have a security like system at that time? We do. We did. Okay. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, we do still at the time, but uh, back uh, back then uh, we did have it as well. Uh, ADP, I believe it is. Was it? Uh, what kind of hat was that? Do you have like a bowler um, hat or something? Like, Just like a I'm 1920s kind of hat? Um, I wouldn't say a bowler hat. Like kind cowboy of, hat? Um, no, not a cowboy hat. <laughs> um, uh, it was uh, more of like uh, a kind of like a newsboy hat, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of like a... Moosey's. Something like that, like that you would <laughs> see like an older gentleman wear or something like yeah. that. Hmm. Um, and so I never really thought anything of that until like, uh, six months later when my cousin was, uh, who, uh, worked at my parents' house because my mom actually has, uh, runs a daycare or used to run a daycare out okay. of that house. And uh, my cousin would work for her and, uh, she is like, she's always said, she's like, oh, you know, I kind of like have that like gift where I can like, I feel things that I could like see some stuff and i was like i kind of got like we were drinking and i was like you know i uh like something happened that's actually it came out. She, <laughs> what i said that's when it came out yeah stories and, went flying uh, and so then i was like wait i've actually seen something here and even before i could even say like what she said she was like oh yeah your parents house is haunted like the, the ghost is not <laughs> like bad by any means but, like, it's somewhat, like, an old man killed himself in your uh, attic. And uh, I was like, uh, what, like, have you ever seen him or anything like that? This and was all you, news to you? I'm sorry? So this was all news to you? You never heard it before? No, I've never heard this before. Like, the, I, wow. uh, this is the first time that she's ever said anything to me like this. And, I mean, like, I knew that, like, she, uh, uh, what's it called? that she always said that she could like she could feel a ghost around or something like mm-hmm. that but 
mm-hmm. had like a thick sense, that, you know, she was Haley Joe Austin, apparently, or <laughs> something like that, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, I, we, the way that she described the older guy was just ex- like kind of like spot on to what I saw, like even wow. down to the T of the newspaper man hat or like, you know, like newsboy hat. So I, it was just, uh, it was really creepy. And I was like, okay, I guess uh, that place is a little haunted. But <laughs> at least it's a friendly ghost, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Despite having committed suicide, still very friendly. <laughs> exactly. Well, doesn't hold any grudges. Now, do you know, um, like, what era he was from? Like, how old this ghost was? Like I do not, I I do not, and I well, like what, to be honest, I have hmm. not like looked up records to see like yeah. who was killed them, felt in my parents' house. Right, <laughs> but his style of dress, it yeah. looked like you said it like you know what an older gentleman would wear. Um, did it look like an older gentleman of the time that you know we grew up in, or like an older gentleman of like a an older era, a longer you know an era longer ago? Don't they kind of um, all just the same? I would say, like, maybe, like, um, <laughs> like if going back any further, like, the 40s would be, like, the oldest that I would say that, like, this era this gentleman could have been from. Sure. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was just curious, because, like, we've, like, it's come up before this idea of, like, modern ghosts, and, like, <laughs> you know, we've talked about, like, oh, are they wearing, like, you know, AirPods and stuff, or are they... Jinko jeans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had a Zoom. <laughs> that's the best joke anyone's told in this pod before <laughs> so those encounters at your parents were they the only ones or i think you said something about um something else right somewhere somewhere else yes um so currently right now me and my partner live at a condo um, right across the street from a funeral home that is also a crematorium mm-hmm. um uh, and uh, i have uh, prior to uh, my partner moving in he um like i've had several times that i i to be honest like there have been things that have been happening recently too but i'm like oh, these could just be like technology glitches or stuff like that but um uh, but like prior to that like i or prior to my partner moving in like i've had stuff like just be open that lights on that i that have been turned off um uh like stuff knocked off walls to the point that like i said nothing has been damaged except for my octopus uh <laughs> sculpture or whatever but other than that like i just and like i've seen like shadows and stuff here too mm-hmm. and it like even to the point that like i said nothing has ever like hindered me uh to like hurt me or done anything bad to me mm-hmm. i mean maybe these ghosts know that i have like chronic ocd and shit needs <laughs> to be in place and closed and, uh-huh. <laughs> and stuff like that and that's how they're haunting me but I mean, was this like a monthly occurrence, weekly, daily? Um, uh, it was very weird too because like I did, started noticing like at my condo that it was like literally like during only on Tuesday, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was like there were times that it would happen that it was only on Tuesday. But to be honest, nowadays it's very random. It's just like whenever it happens, 
um, like just weird things will like turn on in our uh, our condo. Mm-hmm. And you're sure your partner isn't just pranking you or something? No, like I said, this was happen- or All of this happened Before. a lot. It was all prior to my partner moving in. Right. Yeah. And then once my partner moved in, it did not happen for like a few years. And then maybe like hmm. over the past like year and a half, like just weird technology stuff huh. has been happening. But like I said, that could literally just be faulty. I don't know. Those, that could be user error on your phone. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. User errors on this one. <laughs> at this point. This stuff that would get like knocked down, did you ever see it get knocked down or did you just like hear it and then see something knocked over? Um. Uh, no, like it would just, uh, I, I would hear it from other rooms like get knocked mm-hmm. over. Like a lot of times, it, a lot of times it, it, my in my condo, like where our office is and where the guest bedroom was originally, is where a lot of the stuff would get knocked over and like moved except if it was in the kitchen like in the kitchen like cabinets that would be like open like to the point of like six cents cabinets open like um uh, but like it wasn't uh like i said it wasn't anything like super bad like there wasn't like silverware on the floor or anything like that um that's still pretty creepy though lights turned Mm -hmm. on no exactly and like the way that, like, back in the day, even to the point now with the technology, like, uh, my stereo would turn on, and it would turn, it, it would, I don't know where, turn directly to Bluetooth, and hmm. like, start picking up, like, weird things from different, uh, I, I don't know where. Wait, what? what? What kind of weird things did it pick up? It would be, like, broken. Like, it would literally be, like, it broken talking not like not it would be you it, it sounded like recording not like it was someone like help me or something like that right. it was literally like still yeah. that's weird that's, that's strange to be yeah. fair bluetooth is awful so maybe there's a plausible explanation for that one um but no i mean that that's i mean like just like being at your parents house and being at your apartment like that's some place you want to feel safe um and so that's got to be a little unnerving have you considered getting another golden retriever at your new apartment? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm not joking. I've been fighting for a dog for a while. Mm-hmm. But we've got a condo, and we're on the third floor. And, uh, you know, winter's right. Winter is approaching. Yeah. So <laughs> taking a dog out right now, it's a, it's a hard Even though I'm a sales manager, um, mm-hmm. it's a hard sell to my partner. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't, uh, I'm not winning at that point, so I'll I'll take what I can get. (laughs) Well, thanks, Ryan. Yeah, thank you so much. That was awesome. No, of course, of course. It's been a pleasure. Um, uh, Do you guys have any other questions or anything like that? No, I think we got the the full dish here. Yeah, that that was uh, pretty spooky. We'll probably talk more. <laughs> Behind your back. <laughs> so make sure you watch out for this episode so you can leave some angry comments. All right. We'll do. We'll do. <laughs> Thank nice you so much. Ryan. Have a great night. All right. Have a good one. Well, uh, it was either really nice talking to you or uh, screw you all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, it was a great time. No, it was a great time, you guys. Have yeah. Right. Thank have you. Everyone. All right, well, as long as we're swapping ghost stories, a dear personal friend and friend of the pod, avid listener, you might say, 
uh, does have a ghost story or two to share with us. So I'd like to welcome to the pod for the first time, Andy. What's up, guys? <laughs> Hi! Hello! I'm so glad you could join us. Oh, it's so glad. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah. That's Welcome. fantastic, man. Oh, thank you so much. So, I understand that you have a spooky story you want to tell us. Yes, I do. Uh, should I give you guys some context? We would love some context. Okay, so where I'm from is from a little town. You may have heard of it. It's where America was won. It was called Yorktown, Virginia. Um, okay. so I lived in Yorktown, Virginia. I moved there, I want to say around 2005, 2006. And my dad was like military. So we stayed, um, pretty close to like the base, but in Yorktown, it's a very significant place because a lot of history has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but next to Yorktown is Colonial Williamsburg. So you have all of these like spots and then there's Jamestown and then there's Richmond. So a lot of America's, like, older history, you'd expect there to be ghosts. Now, didn't you work at Colonial Williamsburg? Yes, I did work at Colonial Williamsburg. And uh, that was a really fun uh, job. Especially, it was my first job out of uh, college, out of, like, literally fresh out. And mm-hmm. I wanted to take some downtime before I decided, like, hey, maybe I should, like, move to Chicago or move to New York or move to L.A. And luckily I chose Chicago. But um, I worked as an orientation interpreter. And basically what that was, was someone who sat outside, counted people in, but then also gave a little bit of context about what they were going to go see. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the training that we did was mostly focused on, um, we'd go to the Rockefeller Library. So like Colonial Williamsburg was funded by the Rockefeller family. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So they have their own library that's on site and there's a lot of old historical records. So you have to like go and do a lot of the research. Now, my ghost story happened not in Colonial Williamsburg, but it happened on a very particular road. Um, Okay. Yeah. So this road is called Crawford Road, and it's very much like an old country road in the middle of the woods. It's the road that connects Yorktown into Williamsburg. Um, So So is this something you would drive regularly? No. This was... The first time I've ever driven down was when this happened. Um, So I was coming back. So you weren't commuting? No, I was not commuting. This was actually, like, in my, like, high school year. Like, 2009. Uh, This was before I worked at Colonial Williamsburg. Okay. Um, So I worked, or, sorry, I was coming home from Bush Gardens. So Bush Gardens is, like, right next to Colonial Williamsburg. And there was a lot of traffic because there was, like, a huge accident on the highway. So I remember this was like around like eight or nine at night and the sky was pretty clear. And the only thing like on this road that was like visible with light besides my headlights was like the actual moonlight that was like coming down into the road. So I'm driving down this road and it's very, very creepy. And I'm the only like car on this road. The one thing that is really distinct about it is this bridge. This bridge that's just covered full of graffiti, right? So I'm driving, and all of a sudden, my car stops. And I'm sitting there. Because you okay. hit the brake. No, I did not <laughs> hit the brake. Um, Always looking for the, expo- the logical explanation. My you must car, have hit the brake. Like, car, well, I was saying the car stopped. I don't know. My car stopped, turned off, oh. 
And so I'm sitting there trying to figure out what's going on because, like, it was weird that my car automatically, like, just came to a stop, let alone turned off all at once. That's not normal. You figured there'd be, like, some rolling. But what ended up happening was I was sitting there for about, I want to say, like, maybe, like, five minutes trying to figure out what was going on. And then all of a sudden, something felt off. And I looked in my rearview mirror. And what I could see was this woman that was in a wedding dress hung from the bridge. Whoa. Mm. So I immediately start panicking. And I'm, like, trying to, like, turn the car on. And then all of a sudden, the windows started fogging up and these handprints started coming down. What? And that's when I got like really... Like, all over the windows? Like, all over the windows. Oh, shit. And I freaked out. So I did the dumbest thing. I like literally jumped out of my car Mm. and then I turned around and she was gone. And Mm -hmm. I looked at my car windows and the handprints and the fog had disappeared. So then I get back in my car and I turn it on and it's running normally. And then as soon as that happens, I speed off. Like I (laughs) I tail it out of there because (laughs) I did not want to deal with it. So I remember I called one of my friends and I told him what happened. He was like, oh, my God, you went down that road? And I was like, yeah, what's, like, the story with that road? And it's like, that's, like, one of the most, like, haunted roads in your town. <laughs> so so you didn't have any idea before No, I had out. no idea what was going on, like, I at all. This was the first time. And, I mean, like, there are, like, a lot of creepy roads. Like, for instance, the Colonial Parkway. I don't know how familiar you are with Colonial Parkway, but that's, like, Not at all. during yeah. the 80s, that was, like, one of the roads where there was like multiple like killings happening and they they called hitchhikers uh no 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 it was just couples and so like what ended up happening there was a person supposedly impersonating an officer and so they called him the colonial parkway killer and he has not been caught to this day Mm. so but this road was separate from that okay um so yeah, yeah, we're getting too into true crime territory there. I don't want to go there. Well, what's what's crazy about <laughs> That's that? Not this podcast. No, no, but what is crazy about that yeah. is a lot of people use Crawford Road. That was another thing that I found out to do like drug deals or like back like you know like anything sort of shady, like you could imagine. That's like where that would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was like first time going down the road, and then that happens, and that's when I'm like, oh shit, like my world is changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. that's kind of what happened. It really freaked me out. So then I yeah. did a little bit of digging. What time mm-hmm. of night was this? Did this you was say like, already? Yeah, this was, I think, around like eight or nine. Okay. Like, but it was dark down. out. It wasn't. So it, already yeah. said, it was rose. dark out. But again, the like when my lights went out, I could see because of the moonlight. It was mm-hmm. like bright enough to see like the road in front of me. Was it a full moon? It was a full moon. It was really creepy. Um, so I did a little bit of research about the road. And apparently people have had the experience where their cars just shut off as soon as they hit under the bridge. They have seen um, <clears throat> images or, or, or figures of this one woman in a wedding dress. And she would either be hanging out by the bridge or hanging from the bridge. Um, it was very traumatic to see that. That's probably like yeah. the first yeah. time I've ever seen anything like that in my life. Um, but yeah, it was... Uh, uh, supposedly the story is what I thought at first when I was researching it. There's also a Ku Klux Klan like, 
members like like sort of like place there's like a meeting place in the woods like there's like this old like house mm-hmm. and i thought that it had something to do with that but the more i dug into it it was actually no there was this woman and she was just really unhappy on her wedding day especially to who she was going to marry and then she ended up just like committing suicide that day so i don't know it was it was very freaky mm-hmm. Do you know um, how long said, ago that happened? That like Quite there's literally oh no I don't know how long ago that happened. I mean I it had to be somewhere around like I would want to say like Civil War era because oh, there was wow. also Civil War battles around that time. Yeah, but I th- it's crazy like the dress you could tell it was like really old, mm-hmm. like the embroidery and everything. Uh, but so you saw that much detail. I saw that yeah. much detail in the Phantom. Yeah, Jeez. it was it was creepy. Uh, and then her her face was like covered by a veil, like it was just mm-hmm. like you could see kind of like her like distress like from her face, but like also the veils like covering it, so it was very ominous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it freaked me out. Do you know how long it took from like the moment of your car dying to you being able to like leave the scene? Uh, I mean, was the, it like 10, the minutes, whole or? interaction was at least probably like 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was freaky. Dude, that's incredible. Have, have you had anything like that or in a similar spiritual level happen before or after that? Uh, no, I, I haven't had anything like that after. I would say like when I was younger, like I could probably like hear voices when I was a kid. Like things would like call my name. But to the extent at some point, I think I want to say like around like middle school, that's when I like stopped hearing those. Um, yeah, I mean, brain development and stuff. Yeah, weird, I mean, I don't know. You were in high school at that point. <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, it was it was bizarre. And like, I, I, I mean, like, I, as a person, I don't necessarily like believe 100 percent like that something is some way like I don't know where we're going to go when we die like. And I don't assume that there's some man, like, upstairs pulling the strings. I think we all go to a place, and it's, like, sort of, like, energy, and that's what it felt like. But that was probably the most, like, negative energy I've ever felt in my life, like, Mm. from that experience. It's very ominous. Yeah, Yeah. very Very ominous. Threatening, even. It was so violent. Like, what, seeing that is very traumatic, like in your own life like was she saying anything was she like she no, was just like was she, she trying was to get in the car she was just very <clears throat> still <clears throat> like it, she was like hanging there very still it, it was almost kind of like it was like floating but you could see you could visibly see the rope mm. and it was wow. just she was like like i i could, can't really describe the face other than it was just very like dead you know like so, a dead body yeah like. yeah did you get your car checked out afterward? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you need a new ignition coil? That wasn't, like, yeah. the first thing that I checked out. Of. The first thing was, like, what did I just see? Like, yeah. It was scary. Um, did you tell, like, uh, your siblings, your parents about this? Friends? I told... Like you said, you, your one friend so found out about I, it. I think I remember I told my mom about it. And my mom, she kind of believes that stuff. Because, like, one, she was, like, very much of the school of thought it's like if you experience a ghost don't bring it back with you because you never know what you're going to bring back i remember like we'd go on like ghost tours we lived in england at one point Mm -hmm. um and we went on like this like old like english like uh london street ghost tour and one of the stories that you hear about is like the some stories of the plague 
and there was like a girl that would like hang out by this old house that was like boarded up at one point and so you'd like see her like i didn't see the ghost at all but like my mom was like no i don't want to experience that like i don't want to bring back something Mm -hmm. things like that um my dad's very much a pragmatic kind of person like very Mm -hmm. stoic so i don't think he kind of believes in that stuff um well he's air force right yeah air force so so he's just seen the ufos I mean, I don't know. Even... Yeah, if you're a pilot, you see UFOs. If you're a civilian, you see ghosts. That I might be it. Uh... That, that might be the key. I had probably you would have to have your dad on. You can, so yes, talk. yes. He can talk to us about aliens. Yeah, you can talk we'll to us. We'll have a call-in show. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of clearance does he have? Like, uh, I don't know. Let's get this, uh, well, we let's can get talk this about, going. You know, I think there's uh, publicly released documents now. There yeah. are. Yeah. yeah, and videos. Tons and of videos. videos. Yeah. I'll just say, though, season two of the podcast is not all alien and ghost <laughs> conspiracy theories. We have other things we want to talk about. But, uh, Andy, that is... I'm, I'm feeling a little frightened, a little peaked yeah. uh, just hearing about it. So, yeah, yeah that's wild. I don't seek that well. stuff out, so that happening was just... But you do watch spooky movies with us I love every watching week. scary movies. Like <laughs> Literally I, I every love... week. Did you at the time? No. I like every now and then I'd watch like a, a few horror movies, but like I would say no, like that wasn't like the thing that I was always like seeking out. Sure, mm-hmm. okay. Like there were a few things that I liked, but for the most part, I've always just been kind of like go about my day, go about my business as like <laughs> I don't know, an eighteen year old living in New Yorktown, Virginia. You don't watch six horror movies in a day like I did a couple oh, weeks yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I remember I watched. I think it was like uh, what was it? I watched. I watched Dead Silence, and I remember being freaked out by that because I didn't want to turn into like one of those like flesh dummies. Like, yeah, <laughs> I would describe that. Have you never seen that movie? No, I've I've never seen it. Oh my god, watch it! It's great. It's got Mark Wahlberg's brother in it. It's directed by the guy. <laughs> it's directed by the guy who did Saw. Okay. Like, it's pretty okay. good. Sorry, I'm talking too much. No, no, Mark Wahlberg's brother. Yeah, we gotta Donnie. Have him on the- Donnie. Don- okay. Is it the one with the burger restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wahlburgers. Wahlburgers. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh my gosh, Andy, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you. That was I'm great. spooked and scooped. Uh, yeah. Thoroughly spooked. So we've definitely heard a lot of different ghost stories. I think from three different people here, um, and so given that this is a sort of a special segment, it's not up to us to judge any of these stories uh, in isolation. But I think we should, you know, hold the audience. Yeah, which... I think it would have been kind of hard for us to decide because those are, like, really creepy and good stories. Like, Like, which know. story did you like best? And, you know, did any of them make you more likely to believe in ghosts? Yeah, let us know. Um... Because, I mean, this is obviously something that we can dig more into in future episodes. Maybe this becomes a ghost or alien conspiracy podcast. But, yeah, let us know what you thought. Uh, if you like these kind of special segments. And certainly if you're a believer or not. Um, yeah, let us know. This has been OTR, a friendly debate. But this wasn't actually a debate. Right. <laughs>